0: Everybody, welcome to the best breakup ever. I'm Emily.
1: I'm Remy. And I'm Ryan.
0: <laughs> and we're here today with a guest that I am so excited to have here with us. Um, she is, I would, I would say, another piece of our unique friendship relationship puzzle here. She hasn't dated any of us, but she has been a part of all of our relationships. Uh, she is.
2: It really my- would be like dating a sister.
0: Why? Well, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't it definitely too sisterly? It would be so incestuous. Oh um, yeah. More <laughs> so than gonna, anybody
2: from Cupcake would have been
0: way more than anybody from Cupcake would have been. Yeah. But yeah, we're we're welcoming today Leah Arluck, or Be a Bunny, as most people know her. Uh, she Didn't is I meet of- her
2: as the Cookie Maven?
0: Yes. You did meet her as Cookie Maven. Yes. yes.
2: Didn't
1: I meet her as Leah's mouth gasmic musings?
0: Yes. Yes.
3: Wow, Leah, <laughs>
2: you have a lot of names over the years.
3: I guess I'm a Jill of all trades.
2: <laughs> so I love that phrase. I also love the whole thing. The Jack of all trades is a master of none, but still a ma- better than the master of one.
0: Yes. I love it. Ooh. I love that quote.
2: Isn't that a great one? It is. That is a great one.
0: And I kind of feel like that sort of like is a great description of all of us. (laughs) Like, all of us. But
2: tonight it's about our guests. So that's a description of our guest, Emily.
0: Okay. That's a description. Thanks, Remy. That's a description (laughs) of our guest tonight. The amazing Be a Bunny.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yes. Thank you for being here.
3: Thank you for uh, having me. I'm very excited. I love you guys all so much, and when I listen to this podcast, it is like a highlight reel of memories. Lots of them very happy, and many of them make me laugh my butt off.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Like right, on previous episode, butt,
2: we'll lose our asses. It'll all be fun.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: give on! We time. try. <laughs> We even talked on a previous episode about like when um, Remy and I were dating and we had somebody moderating our conversations and our relationships. That was Leah. Oh, that Hi. was Leah. <laughs> and she's the oh. reason Ryan and I had our first kiss and everything. So you have been a major part of all of it.
1: She orchestrated it. No, I'm just kidding.
0: She did well, she did technically. But today is uh, is not about us. It is about you and your relationships. Oi, Gavalt. That's uh <laughs> that's
3: a that's a loaded pair of dice. Well, we're gonna shake those dice today. I've actually got a couple
2: of those. <laughs>
0: shake it shake it. A loaded dice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Leah, we wanna know, are you friends with any of your exes? Have you had a best breakup ever? So
3: I would have to say that my breakups have probably been some of the most incredibly bad or insanely stupid breakups ever. Um, I will give you many, many examples, but the one breakup I have to say has, that's actually been decent was my very first boyfriend. We dated in high school. I got in a really bad car accident at about like 15. And he was my friend and he was adorable. And he stepped up after the car accident. I wasn't allowed to carry my backpack. I wasn't allowed to do like functional teen things. And he used to schlep my backpack for me. He used to meet me at every single class and help me out. He would walk me into the car. So he just went from a friend to a boyfriend and we had a really great, you know, kid relationship in high school, and now we fast forward to we're almost in our 40s, and he and I are still friends. I went to New York about four or five years ago, and he and I were able to catch up and have a really nice lunch. So that's probably the best breakup I've ever had.
2: Sounds nice. That's actually sounds pretty good.
3: Yeah, that's the best one. Everything else from there, it's down the friggin' shithole. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I mean, went from using the word but like hesitantly to <laughs> Right. they the
3: I mean, they do say shit on like TNT now, don't
0: they? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're allowed. We have no yeah. poems about cursing on this podcast, yeah. please feel free.
2: Well, okay, this is the one that bothers me is that you can say <laughs> ass, like you can call someone an ass, but you can't call someone an asshole. And they bleak out you? the word hole.
0: And that's well, so because, stupid. No, no, no. It's because an ass is also a donkey, but an asshole is nothing but an asshole. Like, you, you, like there's only a butthole. Well, there's no there's donkey, no holes donkey holes.
2: You can also insultingly call somebody an ass, but you're less likely to insultingly call somebody a hole. Mm, <laughs> that's that's
0: true. That's true. I mean, like,
2: I have definitely called somebody... Emily, I think I've called you an ass.
0: No, you... I I mean, I've definitely called you an ass, what? but we, you can also say the word bitch on TV though, because it's a female dog. And well, you yes. could just use yeah, it. Yeah, but the they don't
2: use it like that. It's not like that they're like, oh man, my bitch is here and they're talking about their dog. Like they're definitely referring to each other
1: that way. Is is her name Dick? Because that's another one.
0: Oh yeah, you can say that now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. The rules have definitely changed about Wait. what can be said on TV and what can't. So Dick it's would crazy. be equivalent to pussy? I don't think you can say pussy on so TV. That.
1: That's discrimination. Because you can oh, say well, pussy Just like you can say vagina. You can say pussy say... I think
0: they make the dis- ah. I think the thing is between pussy and pussy cat. I think you- that's the distinguishing. Yeah. What happened to the faster. equality? <laughs> the equality. This is sexist. We need to take it to the station. There stations. is no dang equality. There is. I know. Nowadays we're losing equality. Oh my god! But, but that's not oh. what this podcast is about. Okay. So we're yeah. n-
1: I digress. We're Sorry. not going
0: to talk we- about that today. We digress. So we much. digress. Um, unless, of and course, you've ever just, dated a
1: politician.
3: When we filmed this. Oh wait! I have dated politicians. You I have many stories. I have many stories of that.
0: Deb, so do you have a good politician breakup story? We'd like to hear it.
2: Do you have a good um, politician story being on the news? Because that would be fun.
0: I.
3: I do somewhat have a good politician. Breakup story? I meh. no, that's a lie. I'm going to take that back. We're still, I'm still friendly with someone that I dated, who's a politician. Oh, um, that's a best breakup story. Tell us that one. That is a
2: best breakup story.
3: So we were friendly, and we started talking. We dated for a little bit. Um, we were both uh, very similarly similarly minded sexually, and this was. I guess you can't tell where- us who
2: this is, right?
3: I will not because he is someone that is still very known. Um, wait, wait,
0: wait. Local or national politics? <laughs>
3: um, he has been very prolific in local politics. He was known in national politics, but more behind the scenes, um, but still known in local stuff. Okay. So um, to this day, I'm still friendly with him. He's married. He's got kids. And whenever I need to really get the ear of someone who is knowledgeable politically, how I have questions for, I know that I can always reach out to him. Um, after we had broken up, but we were still friendly, and this will tell you how long ago it was, he actually was able to get me in to see Hillary Clinton when wow. she was in Miami doing a very small meet and greet in a library, and then we fast forwarded, I think, what, like eight years later when she was at the Signature Grand and she was there and I was actually able to get the photograph of her and I from years back, autographed by her and a picture of her doing that. That's, oh,
2: that's awesome. pretty awesome.
1: Cool. So oh, that, wow. that's awesome.
3: Didn't even think of that one, but thank you for uh, for poking.
0: Yeah. No, well, that's what we do here. We poke. Poke.
3: Poke. <laughs> Needle me. And not like the Facebook
0: (laughs) kinds, right?
3: What happened to those? Okay, but how many of us got like flirtatious, or you know, there was a catalyst to talk to someone through those Facebook
2: pokes back in the day? Mine were always just people like getting really drunk, be like, (laughs) poke the magician.
0: I oh, feel okay. like anybody who ever poked me, I just kind of ignored. I was like, "This is how you're doing it. You're gonna poke me on Facebook? Nah, we're good."
3: I don't even like getting I poked really on even... Facebook at all. No one does. No one does yeah. that anymore. I don't think is that an option even.
1: I don't even know. I, I think know. I would have like millions of pokes from people on. Oh my gosh,
0: who's poking you?
1: You mom, Jen's mom. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh,
1: I don't. Uh, I mean, that's so, all she
3: so,
0: does. All right. Here's so. the deal. As one of my as as like my my bestie here, I, I have some unique knowledge of some relationships that you've had. Yes, yes. And you have their their pseudonyms. I know the pseudonyms. We're gonna we're gonna talk about fuckface in a little bit, but we'll get to that in oh, a second. Yes. yes.
3: Um,
0: that's definitely a worst breakup ever. One of them.
3: But top I, of the line there. <laughs> top top notch there for time.
0: Top notch there. Um, but I also know there's a really funny story and I don't know if it counts as a breakup. And I don't, I didn't even tell you I was going to broach this one because I don't know if it counts as a breakup. But it involves a beach and some urine and you didn't see the guy again. And I was hoping maybe we could tell that story.
2: <laughs> Why do I feel like we're on season three of Friends?
0: Wait, oh, oh no, gosh. this is not jellyfish related. I think one no. of you guys were actually there that night at Sandbar. She wait, knows- when was? Oh
3: my gosh, wait, I don't, I barely remember this.
2: You? Well, I mean, we, we all were kind of drunk and- in...
0: So yeah, I want to hear the story. It involves some a beach and some urine and a guy you didn't see again, which I think is is a funny breakup if nothing else. And I would love for you to tell that story.
3: So this is a really, really, really great story. It is hilarious because there was no ill will. I, back in the day, and as many of you know, love social media. I used to be quite prolific on this lovely app called Foursquare. So I used to go on Foursquare, (laughs) right? So the OG social media peeps will remember the Foursquare from Foursquare Day. So... I Foursquare. For those
2: of you that don't remember, was it an app to check into places.
3: And you would become right. the mayor, and you would get free incentives. That was really cool back oh, in the day. Everyone. God. Yes, yeah. and everyone knows that I love yes. free things used and to be, whatnot. Oh, that's
1: right. I remember this. Yeah, <laughs>
3: I, we were the mayors. Anyway, digression. So I would go on Foursquare, and every so often, if I would see that there was like an attractive man, I would go and see. Oh, who is this guy? What's his information? I met several guys that way. And we'll talk about another one of those. Um, So I found this guy. He was close to me. I don't remember exactly what area, but it turned out that he was an NFL player, currently an NFL player still. Um, We started talking and he was really sweet, really funny. We had a great banter going on and we decided to meet up. So we met up one night we had a really great chemistry so we had spoken and every couple of months when he came down for the combine um he would come and we would hang out so there was one night where we were all at sandbar for one of our friends is doing a gig whatever and he messages me and he's like hey leah i'm in town i'm at the b ocean resort which is no longer there now it's no it's b ocean it used
0: to be yankee clipper but now it's b ocean
3: No, not that one. Oh, not that one. No, the Yankee Clipper OG is now the B Ocean. You're right, 100%. This is where the B Ocean used to be on the corner Uh, of of A1A and Sunrise, I believe. Like, all the way on that corner. So he messages me, and we're all together. And he's like, hey, I have a hotel room here. So I was like, okay. He came out, and he hung out for a couple minutes. We go back to his hotel room and you know things start happening we you know started getting a little frisky and all of a sudden he's like i want you to pee on me i was like wow wow i was a little shocked and i know this is a lot but it's hilarious and i can still laugh about it i was like i'm not gonna pee on you that's a you know whatever you like so he then takes his own dick out and proceeds to urinate on himself in the bed and all of this. And mind you, this is like a very large man. He is a football player of 300 plus pounds. The most gorgeous Nordic looking man you've seen. And just starts peeing all over himself in this $500 a night hotel room. And I'm just sitting there watching him because <laughs> he wants me to watch him. And I'm like, oh, Lord. So when he's finally done, I was like, oh, okay, you know, nothing else happened. And I was like, oh, this is interesting, you know, I'll, uh, I hope you have a nice night. I don't remember how we ended it. I ended up taking a $5 bottle of Fiji water from the hotel because he's like, oh, take whatever you want from from, from the minibar. So I take like a $5 bottle of Fiji water and I take the, the elevator downstairs Conveniently, all of my friends are around the corner, so I don't remember. I don't remember who it was. Maybe Joey. Maybe JB. Maybe one of those people because it was all the way back then. Someone met me downstairs, and then we proceeded to walk back to the old sandbar. And I proceeded to tell everyone what happened, and that was probably the one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. We really never talked after them. We're, you know, we're still friendly. I still have him as a social media connection, but he, again, he is also now married with like three children and uh, he's still playing football.
0: And when you, when you see him on TV in a game or you see him posting with his wife on social media, do you just giggle a little because you know what she's going, like what she's doing? Not that we kink shame here. I mean, Hey, whatever you're into, but I listen, still think whatever, it's hilarious. I
1: laugh a little <laughs> bit because I think she gets you
3: on a little bit. Yep. <laughs> hey, listen, all I can say, th- every time I hear that, every time I think about it, yes, I laugh. And every time I think about it, I, I'm not going to mention the name of the person that, you know, everyone hates. But I think of the song that Dave Chappelle sings about that man. Just, mm. just saying.
2: <laughs> so I think my favorite part of the story is when you said and he whipped his own dick out as if there was yeah. more than one dick in the room to be whipped out <laughs> well
3: okay as opposed to me <laughs> that out. was my favorite part i was like who else has got dicks out this is
0: fun <laughs> it's, it's a penis party the concierge you know <laughs> it's, con- it's, it's nice hotels con- don't really offer anything know of I'm <laughs> White love service that takes on a whole new meaning oh god oh my gosh
1: oh wait maybe love
2: service
0: service.
1: Um,
2: that hurt a little
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh since we are a half an hour podcast we gotta we gotta get to it and i know this is when i told my bestie here that we were gonna do this show we were gonna bring her on to talk about uh, her breakups. You knew this one was coming. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about fuckface.
3: Okay. So, oh,
1: yeah, that guy, the worst <laughs> breakup. Here we go. The worst
0: breakup.
3: The worst breakup. So, I'm just going to start it off with what's going on now. We are almost a year post breakup, literally days into almost being a year post breakup. And his new love of his life. Has reached out to me twice, um, reached out to my friends trying to gather information when I have extricated all of the things from him out of my life. So that's really freaking annoying. Um, Let's see. This was like the worst relationship I ever had. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say, for those of you who are listening, one one of the items that Leah has currently... Well, we don't even know if you have them. You're still looking to see if you have them, right? Is, yeah, because everything was just thrown in bu- buckets
3: as you yeah, saw like firsthand. we'll get
0: to that part. But man, was he rude when she moved out and just kind of threw oh. everything into bags and buckets of everything she owned that was in his house. And now he's searching for his grandfather's scissors. And we don't know if Leah has them, but if you're listening and you have fun ideas of what you can do with scissors, vintage or a huge pair of scissors, send your ideas in because if we find them and decide not to give them back, we could use some fun ideas with them.
2: Yeah. Well, it turns out I actually broke a pair of vintage scissors that my mom owned. (gasps) So, you know, she could use a pair.
0: All right, all right. Well, if, okay. if, if they're found... That was
2: know. not yeah. exciting, I realize. <laughs> <That's
0: okay. laughs> I was hoping you, you can... had, like, a magic trick with scissors. I was going to no. say, like, if I find them, can you?
3: Can we maybe just make them disappear? Yes. <laughs> Huzzah! Yes.
2: Oh, let's wreck it room them. We'll bring them to a raid room. Oh,
3: yeah. Or
2: there's canals, too.
3: I... Listen, that's only if they're in, in my things that... I don't... Okay, so... What do we want to talk about with this breakup? So I met this man on J swipe, which is a phenomenal app, um, geared toward Jewish singles. I am a loud, proud Jewish goddess, Jewess, as they say. Um, I always wanted to meet a nice Jewish guy that I could settle down with. So I met this guy and he was very much, I thought out of the norm of the men that I liked. Within the first few months, he had made me feel like he really was falling in love with me. I was not used to, and it wasn't love bombing, but I was not used to a man talking in terms of future plans. So he had heard something that I said while we were first talking and first dating. My, we started dating in January. My birthday was March for my birthday, he calls me and he's like, hey, I got you a birthday present. So, he got me tickets to one of my favorite bands, Hall & Oates, and he's like, but the tickets, the concert, it's not until June. So, I said to myself, oh my gosh, this guy really loves me. Like, this guy really wants to like spend time with me and he sees a future with me and, yes, girl brain projecting. Um, the first couple months were decent. Just brain
2: projecting. I've done that a couple of times.
3: Right? So... You know, you think someone pays attention. They do these something that's really like amazing for you. And my friends will vouch that I am probably the most thoughtless giving human being.
0: Um, Full giving. Human oh yeah, being. yes. Thoughtful. Sorry. Yep. She's a thoughtless giver. She give shit. <laughs>
3: yes. Everywhere.
0: I give. I give the shits. I give
3: cayenne pepper. You know. Uh So she cares. I thought This was this was something that like I would do for someone that I loved. So I saw this whole, like, I saw the future. Right. So we fast forward to, I mean, like truly six months into it, eight months into it, it was shit. But let's fast forward to the wedding of the person that I love the most in the world to the person that she loves most in the world. And subsequently my one year anniversary was the day before the wedding. So as the maid of honor, I was there. And that's like the most important thing, the people that I love, he forgot about my anniversary. So my best friend had to remind him, wink, (laughs) wink. And, uh, and that kind of, you know, from maybe there on, There was a rift in the relationship between my best friend, my brother-in-law, everyone that was closest in my life, for the most part, and me with this man that I loved. So I, you know, being in love and being, you know, rose-colored glasses, I really let this person diminish my sparkle. I let this person just, like, walk all over me. And things got really in, you know, intense, very quickly. We were pretty much, I was pretty much living at his house. May, like starting like six months into the relationship, I had a key. I took care of his satanic cat, um, (laughs) the cat from hell. And I'll talk about why, but either way, it was really a bad relationship. And it took me from this like amazing effervescent, like sprite of a human being to this really sad, like unhappy person. Yes, sad and unhappy, same thing. But it just, it, it changed me. It changed me and I didn't even see it. And everyone else in my fa- like my life saw it and everyone else was like, Leah, are you okay? And I'm complaining about my relationship. The sex was bad. The intimacy was bad. The communication first and foremost was the worst. I walked on eggshells with this man. It did not matter what I had, what I had going on in my life. It was just like a robot patting you on the back saying there, there. So I, have you know, after COVID, my dad got really sick in 2018 and he had to have a pacemaker. Uh, 2019 was like an okay year. And then we get to COVID. So we start the year of 2020 with like happy relationship. My ex and I had gone on a seven day cruise, you know, try to rekindle things, try to make things a little bit better. Um, we get into 2020, I spent the, the whole year, you know, it, it was a whole thing. And 2020 was gonna be our year. You know, I thought he was gonna propose to me and then COVID happens. The day of my birthday, everything shuts down. And we start looking for a house. About two weeks later, my dad goes into the hospital with with a really bad issue, not COVID. And this proceeds to happen another three times throughout 2020, during COVID, still working. And it really just was the straw that broke the camel's back. So throughout 2020, we were pretty much living together. Um, I couldn't really be with my father because he was in intensive care a lot of the time. No one wanted to get COVID. And by the end of 2020, I was really in a downward spiral. We finally, we were really intense in the house search and the house search was not going that great. And this man was just very, very stubborn and very set in his ways. And we finally find this house and a really, really terrible traumatic thing happens. And by May of 2021, I decided that, my health and my life and my state of mind and everything that's important to me is more important than to me than being with this human being. So I, I tried to give him a chance to like talk to me and, and get things together. But I sat for about an hour and a half telling him how I felt and, and like exposing every single thing in my heart. And he pretty much just sat there dumbfounded without any, any, anything to say so now we're like a year later and I am finally starting to recover mentally and emotionally and um you know think of possibly getting back in the dating field but yeah like cautionary
0: tale listen to your friends well that is yeah I mean as
2: <laughs> and, you know as I think that I us... can say that about many relationships which just you know, page around you were saying and doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of times, like when your heart is so in it, you're not mm-hmm. you're you're truly not seeing clearly and you're kind of just in that relationship bubble. But if it's one friend who's saying something, then I, you know, I can understand that maybe you take it with a grain of salt. But certainly if all the people who love you are saying the same thing, then it's it's time to to listen up a little.
2: But, you yeah. know, I think even if one person who loves you is saying something that's worth at least paying attention to. A
0: thousand percent.
2: There, You is. know, because like for Emily, for you to say that to her in the relationship, maybe if I said it to her, it wouldn't be a big deal. You know, because I'm me. You know, what does that matter for Leah and I being close? But for you, you're a lot closer.
0: I well think that was should, definitely you know, like
2: that, like the person that's saying something, it shouldn't just be when multiple people say something, it could be one oh, person no. enough to. For know, sure. Like, yeah. You know, and, and, and
0: no, I w- I would definitely say like for Leah and I, I mean, that was for our relationship one of the hardest times, I think, for us. Because it,
2: know, can, can I comment ahead. on that actually? Yeah. I think that you know, seeing that relationship, one of the things that people don't realize is not only the impact of your relationship, like that you know, uh, Leah and Fuckface had, but just the idea of what the strain of that relationship put on you two. Yeah, yeah,
3: you it
1: was know, really
2: bad. You, you know, Leah being in not a great relationship and how much stress that put on the Leah and Emily relationship.
1: Look, and honestly, these relationships can affect your friendships too. And and yeah. this relationship, oh. this particular relationship tried to affect the relationship that you girls have as friends as best friends but what you have is much stronger than what you had with this absolutely
0: girl. yeah and i think what what saved us is actually what we talked about in episode one like one of the keys to any relationship as friends but especially through a breakup is communication mm-hmm. and unfortunately like when you and face when you poured your heart out and told him how you were feeling He basically shut down all communication, all communication. And I think Uh. that was the point where all of us were like, okay, like we've, we have had our opinions and we've like, you make your, your choices and whether it's a mistake or a good thing or whatever, you make your own choices and your friends are there to support you or catch you or whatever. But when he absolutely stopped talking to you completely. After everything that you said, I think that was the part where all of us were like, we can't, we can't support this anymore. Like you're not, even at the base level of things, there's, if there's no communication, there's nothing.
3: Absolutely. And as you all know very, very well, there was so little communication. It was like every single thing in this relationship was a red flag. And I being naive in the fact that I wanted him to be loved so much and I wanted and I thought that he was the man that was going to give me that love. I, I wasn't, I wasn't really looking. I wasn't paying attention. I would cast it aside. I didn't know that this like really truly wasn't the right thing until maybe a year and a half into it. And then the sex was just like almost non-existent. Um, you remember back in 2020 during all of COVID and everything, I literally wrote a letter to yeah. this man, pen and paper, took a picture so that I wouldn't, you know, I would do things like take pictures of our conversation or, you know, make sure that you or one of my other friends or anyone had a concrete, like, view of it to ex- to show exactly what I said, because in my head, I felt like I was crazy. I felt like, what the fuck am I doing that's so wrong that's making this man that's supposed to love me, like, just not want to have any physical affection from me, with me, to me. And it continued like that. So, you know, when I go back to... Last year when I decided to break up with him there were three defining moments that really were the straws that broke the camel's back for my birthday last year my you Emily and yeah. my other my other very close friend Samara took me out like came to the new house that we had purchased and had a birthday lunch for me and it was really great The next night, I, we had some friends over, uh, fuckface and I, (laughs) and uh, it was, you know, it was our two really good friends, but he screamed at me. It was the night before, the night after my birthday and I wanted to have sex. I mean, it's my birthday and I want to have birthday sex. So I jumped on him because we were both a little tipsy. I was like, hey, let's fool around. And he's like, I'm too tired. I was like, okay, it's my birthday. So nothing happened. We fast forward to April at some point. We're laying in bed and you know, couples lay in bed. They cuddle, they touch, not us. I went and I, to grab his dick. And it was hard. It worked. It was not like a Sex and the City, Charlotte and Trey thing. It worked. (laughs) Right. I put my hand in his dick, got hard. And I was like, I I don't want to do it. I'm too tired. And he turns around and goes back to sleep. So I turn around like I do many a night, cried myself to sleep and decided I am not going to fucking do this anymore. So I gave it like another two weeks because we had tickets to see the wonderful Kevin Smith. And I was really excited about that. Mother's day was the next day and I loved his mother. My mother is gone. So I wanted to make sure that his mother's day was perfect because that's the person I am. So I made sure his mother's day was perfect. And then the next day I broke
0: up with him through a (laughs) process You, I mean, you did the right thing at least time. for his mom, but it was about time, for sure. It was about time. <laughs> it was about, time. It was about and time. time. And I will say, like, as somebody who watched your sparkle dim, it has been exciting to see it come back because he really did fuck with your sense of self. And that's not okay for anybody. And so watching you come back to life has been magical.
1: Yeah. So just keep being you, man. Don't, don't let anybody affect that. And Once somebody, somebody once told me that just because everybody's out there to bring it down doesn't mean you gotta adapt to it and change your ways to not be, no, you keep fighting for yourself and you keep pushing up.
0: Yep. And that's what you've been doing, and it's been awesome.
2: There's a line in the song that I always uh, try to remember. The, the full line, and of course it's like in, in rap, so it's not exactly clear when he says it, but he says, street preacher is what a fan once called me. I've been called worse and try to live up. And yeah. I always remember that quote of like people have, it was so easy in the past for me to think, oh, they think I'm an asshole. I'll be an asshole. Yeah. You know, yeah. but at the same time, people think I'm a good person and I don't seem to jump onto that. Yeah. Oh. So
0: yeah. So, Leah, what did you learn? I mean, aside from the fact that when you see a billion red flags, it's not a fucking amusement park, so don't jump on the ride again. What else right. did you learn from that relationship?
3: Um, I learned to truly listen to the people that know me the best. Um, I learned to watch out for red flags in the very beginning. And even though I, you know, still have a long way to go with my choice in. The opposite sex. I am trying to be more careful and picking people that actually show me their value and add more value to me as a person, and don't bring me down to make themselves better.
0: Yes, that's that's it. There you go. Yay! I love hearing that. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: I'm very proud because I have a really amazing bestie who is always making me. Like realize that I am the baddest of the bad bitches.
0: Hell hey, yeah, you are of the humans. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. queen. Yes, no, for sure. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> so here we go.
0: Ah uh, yes, well, we got to We some are hitting our time.
1: Questions. Yes. yes. You want okay. to?
0: We got the same questions that we ask everybody each week. So it's just the first answer that comes to your head on these. Okay. All right. Number one, have you ever ghosted someone? Yes thousand percent number
1: two worst way to break up with someone
3: um via text or email saying (laughs) welcome to dumpsville population (laughs) you
2: solid what's Um, your breakup comfort food there you go
3: um ice cream lots and lots of ice cream
0: (laughs) what's your favorite flavor that's a good i actually know the answer to that but what's your favorite flavor (laughs)
3: I mean, there's a lot, but maybe Cherries Garcia or Chocolatey Goodness.
0: Chocolatey goodness. There you go. What's your go-to breakup movie?
3: Um I wanna say I love you, man, but I couldn't watch that for a bit. Um what's my go-to breakup? I don't even what did I
0: watch when I broke up with him? I don't even remember. I feel like we just That's avoided terrible. anything sad. We watched a lot of dumb, co- like sisters and stuff. Yeah, go. I think we watched a lot of
3: lady empowerment stuff. So um, yeah, probably something like that.
0: All
1: right. So what about what about what song do you play on repeat during a breakup?
3: Um. So this last breakup, I found myself listening to the complete Blink One Eighty Two Nine album. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I I know it sounds crazy, but the album is such a mood. Like, the complete album is such a mood. And for the breakup with Fuckface, it was a quintessential mood that I'm very familiar with. And it really just spoke to me so much during this breakup.
2: That's
3: cool. Yes.
2: Yeah. What's What's the weirdest dating deal breaker you have? And I want before and after... Fuckface.
3: Uh, okay. Um, before Fuckface. Mm, before Fuckface, probably religion. More than, like, religion and um, I don't know. Maybe religion. I didn't have a ton of deal breakers. But after him, uh political affiliation specifically religion um <laughs> the ability to communicate and actually hold a conversation on the telephone aside from sitting on the phone with me and not talking
0: um
3: and yeah and actually having having good communication like if someone cannot communicate with me even if it's it, the most insignificant tiny thing it's still significant because communication is the key to any relationship yep
2: mm-hmm.
1: absolutely and understanding.
2: it is yeah communication and comprehension yeah
0: well, that's a good one and too com- right
1: because yeah, comprehension.
0: Just,
1: it's not just about
2: saying stuff <laughs> you know right i mean for me and, it is like for me it is the moment i say something I'm like oh man i said it you only gotta do shit i'm good
0: no, but you have yeah. to make sure that they take it in the right way right. because you can yeah. say it, no, but if they're not comprehending,
2: it, I just need to say it out loud. And absolutely. if they don't get For the it, the relationship to work, yeah, there absolutely needs to be that comprehension on the other side. I'm talking about personally in my own head.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. Once
2: I say it out loud, I'm like, okay, oh, that's off my chest. Now can you <laughs> comprehend it? Great, great relationship.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, our very last question that we have to know. Are there any exes that you'd like to shout out or cryptically bitch out before we end the show today?
3: Um.
0: I mean, I'm going to not even cryptically bitch out fuckface because I hated him and I think he was one of the worst humans. So, yeah. Um,
2: I mean, can I say his name? I'm not scared of him.
0: No, we don't name names. We're not going to name
2: names.
3: We don't name names. But everyone who knows me knows who it was because there were four and a half years worth of. Fucking pictures on every nope. social media fucking site, um, which are eighty percent deleted now. Um, hey, anybody you want, want to give a shout out, out to? to? Um, anyone I want to give a shout out to? Um, that shout first out to dude. Chris. Shout out to Chris Capezza. Um, I haven't spoken to you in a few months, but I hope you're doing great, and I miss your face. Um, shout out. There's a couple of exes I would definitely like to tell to burn in hell. <laughs> um, I would like to congratulate all the exes that I good luck chucked into you having successful- You are a good luck
0: chuck. Man, if she dates um, you, you're getting married.
3: I mean, I can count on, like, I can almost not count on both of my hands <laughs> how many of my exes or, or men that I- casually dated literally got married after we fucked i don't know why i i
0: don't i don't i don't You have a magic you, you have like the vagina gateway to, to, to long-term yeah. relationships and marriage yeah yes. but,
3: but anyone that's listening to this if you stalk me on social please do not think i'm gonna good luck chop you okay please <laughs> it's it's never gonna happen again it's like fetch it's never going
0: to happen. Never going to happen. But if somebody did want to stalk you on Facebook or on Instagram or anything else, where will they find you?
3: Um, you can find me at all major social media outlets at Bea bunny. And that is bunny with an
0: I E not a Y. And we'll tweet it out as well. So people can find you and connect yes. and maybe they'll have good communicate. Maybe you'll meet your next person through our show, which would make me so happy. That as would be great. Really cool that would be really cool and as our friends
3: toby and sarah they're beshert i would like to find my basherts
0: yes I'm awesome i want you to find your person and then they become our person and then we yes. help people and we get to have I was
3: her just, i was just gonna say they were porch
0: people yes oh, we'll be porch people yes our porch people the people will allow to sit on our porch in our rocking chairs when we're old Yes. And all of you on this show are my porch people. And I love you guys very much. we oh, no. love you too. <laughs> but on that note, we are out of time. So at this point, we're breaking up with this episode. But so hopefully you'll join Leah. us again in it's a couple us. weeks. Just two weeks, guys. Two weeks Bye. for our next episode. And thank you so much, Leah. And we'll hope you all tune in again soon. Thank you so much, everybody. This is the Bre- breast breakup podcast ever. Thanks. We try to be the (laughs) brass. We'll talk to y'all soon.
2: Now we need to do a burlesque version of this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right?
1: All right. See you guys and cut.